It's the 8th day of March, and it is Wednesday. I can't wait to see you guys tonight at Hydrate. Uh, for those of you that haven't been able to make it uh, because of school and activities, we'd love for you to come tonight. We are celebrating the birthdays that are in March, and we want to celebrate you. So those of you that have posted prayer requests in the chat, thank you. That is what it's for. And it doesn't matter what time of day in at all, because that is what it's there for. We want to pray for you. We want to lift you up. And we want to lift up your loved ones. So continue, continue to use it. Yesterday we talked about 1 Corinthians, and today we're talking about the 2 Corinthians. So what credentials do you use to assess someone's authority? Is it strength, influence, success? The credentials that Apostle Paul like apparently fell short within the value system of the church of Corinth, and in his first letter, Paul had confronted and counseled the Corinthian church in several problem areas. Now, the Corinthians, however, responded with skepticism. Paul is poor, unimpressive, and seems to be the victim of much suffering and persecution. Why should they trust his teaching and authority when his life seems to exude weakness? The Corinthians began to shift their loyalty to several other wealthy, showy, and talented speakers and have infiltrated their church community. With his second letter to the Corinthians, Paul confronts the church distorted value system. The Corinthians value status, power, and prosperity as markers of sufficiency. But according to Paul, Christ has turned the world's values upside down. It was th through lowering himself in humility that Jesus was exalted as king of the world. And when the Corinthians disapprove of Paul's suffering, they are disapproving of Jesus's life. Jesus voluntarily, voluntarily gave up his power and status and sacrificed himself to die a humiliating death he didn't deserve. We see this in 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. It says, Though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. You see, God's love and power were made known through the suffering and sacrifice of Jesus. And Christians are called to follow in Christ's footsteps. Paul calls out the Corinthians' new leader and for, well, neglecting 
to follow in the path of Christ by drawing attention to their, um, well, their competency rather than to God. Does that make sense? God, yeah, well, okay, so Christians, you know what? They don't need to act or look impressive. In fact, Paul says this, and I love this. Displaying one's insufficiency and weakness actually puts more on God's strength on display. Because we see in 2 Corinthians 4, 7, but we have this treasure in jars of clay. Now, he continues to say this, to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not us. Now that's that's really good. You see, God's power is magnificent. It is, it is amazing, but God's power is magnified in our weakness. Therefore, Paul can say this in Second Corinthians twelve nine. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. The message of 2 Corinthians changes the way we view our deficiencies, our unrealized dreams, our struggle with mental health, our persistent battle with temptation, our lack of resources or influence. In Christ, our lack is gain. Our suffering becomes an opportunity to draw near to Christ and deepen our connection with Him. Our weaknesses become an avenue to depend on God and find ourselves equipped with supernatural power. Our time in the trenches become the very experience that prepares us to comfort and encourage others. And our emptiness becomes the vessel that is now enlarged to receive more of God and his joy. The Corinthians mistakenly believed strength qualified one to be a good Christian leader, but the gospel declares that weakness is the best witness. When others see our joy and peace in the midst of our ordeals, they will be pointed to Christ and his strength. Now today, I want you to take a moment to just ask God for his strength to shine through, to shine throughout all of our weakness today. Lord, we thank you, Father, for today. God, we just magnify you. 
when we glorify you. Lord, may you shine out in our weaknesses today. God, you're a good God. You're a caring God. You're a loving God. And Lord, that's what we pray today, that you would just be King and Lord of all the areas of our lives. Jesus, we ask, Holy Spirit, fill us up today. Fill us up with your power, your strength. Lord, you know exactly all the areas that we need you to just fill us up in. And Lord, today we say, have your way. Lord, we pray that today we would renew our mind. And Father, we just ask that you would forgive us of any sins. Lord, today we ask that you just go with us and guide us and direct us and show us who we're to talk to and to, to love and just to be a light to. Thank you, Lord, for all you do, all you've done, and all that you continue to do. In Jesus' name, amen. So 2 Corinthians 4, 7. Now we have the treasures in clay jars so that this extraordinary power may be from God and not from us. I pray that today you have a great day and I hope to see you tonight at Hydrate. Again, we're going to celebrate March's birthday tonight and um, yeah, just come out. It's going to be fun. Just would love to see you guys praying for y'all. Y'all pray for me. Um, I think it's just the air. I think it's just the change of weather and everything that I'm just a little stuffy and um, I'm sure some of you may be in the same boat. So praying for you. Y'all pray for me. Lift up each other and uh, can't wait to see you guys. I pray that joy would be your strength today. I pray his love would fill you. And I just hope today you just share God's peace and goodness with someone today. Love you guys. Be blessed. This has been your Daily Dip.